You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. There's a new show on Orion Neighborhood Television that is bringing out the best in everybody. Have you checked out the Klaus and Q show yet? Their debut episode in February was off the charts, and they will be back live on Friday night, March the 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Join Jason Klaus and Claudel Edwards as they tackle the act of spring cleaning for our minds clear out all of the garbage that runs around our brains. Listen to Jason and Fonell as they talk about this very important topic. It's entertaining, it's inspirational, it's uplifting. It's the Klaus and Q Show, exclusively on Facebook.com forward slash Orient O-N-T-V, live March the 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. The following is a Close to the Heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus. And over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network powered by Anchor.fm. And welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I am Jason Klaus. I'm being joined once again uh, from her home in Newark, Ohio, the one and only Nikki Falsoni. Hello, Nicole. How are we doing today? Hello, hello. We are awesome. (laughs) You seem to be in a lot better mood this week than... uh, I am. Glad to hear that. You, you seem like you're energized, you're ready to tackle the topic we have here today. We do have a pretty good one that I feel like, you know, we could spend a little bit of time doing a deep dive in on this, something that's going to resonate with a lot of people. Uh, before we get there, though, um, we made the announcement last week, the middle part of last week, uh, went public with it in terms of a show realm. We talked about it on Tea Time on Thursday. And uh, this is the first opportunity that I've had to address it on this particular program. But Nicole, do you can you believe? I mean, when we launched this thing, when I launched this thing um, a few years back now, uh, we were available on two different platforms. We were available, of course, through Anchor.fm, which is the ones that make all this happen, and then obviously over on Spotify because they're owned. By the same company. Um, this week not only marks the beginning of our third season, our third year of doing the podcast, we are now available on iTunes. So if you look for PFC Podcast Network on iTunes, our show pops up. Get and out. I swear to God. It That's is amazing. It really is. It's uh it was a goal of mine that I had set at the start of this new year because anybody that knows me knows I don't make resolutions. I set goals. That was one of them. And, uh, you know, and I realized and I, you know, like, like I had talked about with 
with Jim Burgett on Thursday. Um, I realize in the grand scheme of things that people hear that and they're like, oh, that's that's nice, you know, but they don't. Does it, it doesn't move the needle for them, right? But I mean, for us, for me, it does because that that brings our shows, not just this one, but all of the shows on the PFC Podcast Network, it brings it to a broader availability. And like a lot of people don't go through Spotify. They don't, they, you know, they have whatever issues with the Anchor app. I don't know what that is, but a lot of people, you know, they, they get their music, they get their podcast through iTunes. And now that we are available on that, it's a pretty, uh, pretty proud moment for me and my, like I had talked to Jim about it, I uh, my ego took over there as soon as it got launched and stuff because that's how I listened to all of Conrad Thompson's podcasts and all the ones that I listened to week in and week out. Um, so I know what that looks like on my phone screen with the logos and all the graphics and all this shit. So to see our show on there and our logo on there in that in that realm, I was like, wow. That's uh, pretty cool. And not only are we available on iTunes, I went ahead and took it a step further and launched it over on the podcast part of Google. When you go to Google Podcast, you can put in PFC Podcast Network. And what you know it, our show pops up. Impressive. Look at you making moves. Trying to do something here, man. Like I said at the start of the at the start of the new year, the start of 2020, like I was gonna be all in on this network. It was gonna start with with the rebranding, which we're coming down to the um, the latter part of that. I actually spent some time before coming in here to record this with you to working on the new logo um, for the podcast network, a collaborative effort. Um, of sorts and um, so like we haven't really launched anything yet I'm just kind of kicking around a couple of different ideas but uh, we're coming up with something that I think is really going to epitomize the brand what it means what it stands for and where we're going from here on out um, so yeah we're we're making moves we're coming into the third month of the year like I have these you know, imaginary checklists going on in my mind. Like by this day, I want this to have happened. Um, launching on iTunes came in, I mean, right at the 11th hour of, of the second month. So um, I feel pretty good about it. I feel like we're, we're making some, some tremendous headway here. So sky's the limit and the, i mean you gotta start at square one that's is what this is this is where we're at and we're only going up from here so it's kind of where we're at how's things in newark splendid <laughs> it's the weather is so weird right now it's like i have to check the weather app and i'm like how are we dressing tomorrow <laughs> like is it you know shorts and a spring coat or is it full-on winter coat hat gloves snow boots so it's just i feel like you should probably just pack for a little bit of everything at this point because you know right. it, it's mild for the lack of better term during daytime hours man but once like for me because i'm a third shifter like i'm up at you know the overnight hours and it gets you know it's been getting down to like 13 12 11 degrees you know, a few weeks ago, it was nothing to be hovering around the zero mark. You know, and that's 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 pretty damn cold. And uh, it's really, I guess, I never really realized how much what how much of an effect weather has on people, especially during the winter months. Like, I just never tapped into it. I don't think I really tapped into it until the first time I heard like my brother say how depressed he was during the winter months and he laid out his reasons why and i just never it just never occurred to me it was just part of living in michigan this was part of 
you know, experiencing the four seasons. Like you, you, you get your decent summers and falls, but man, when, when winter comes, by and large, it comes with the vengeance. Um, that's after a stretch of being pretty mild there for a period of three or four years where you barely got a trace of snow. Now, you know, it's, you know, by the time it's all said and done, we've accumulated a couple of feet of snow and, you know, sub-zero temperatures and all this other stuff. So I get it. I, I, what I, this is the first year where I find myself being like, damn, when does, when is it going to warm up? I'm over it. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready for decent weather. I'm ready to go outside on a more regular basis. And, you know, even if it's to walk my dad's dog around the neighborhood or something, something to get me out of the house, you know, oh, other than sure. going you know, to and from work. Right. So anyway, so yeah, I'm with you on that. I find myself checking the weather channel app. Like what am I wearing to work tonight? You know, am I double layering it or am I just going t-shirt? What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. I made, made the mistake of not checking it went in a, in a sweater. And by the time I was like, coming home from work and like sweating i'm like that was a bad choice <laughs> like, but at the time it was the right one right correct in the morning yeah. i was like oh this is nice this will be perfect I'm like huffing it to the car and i'm like <laughs> but like you just ran a 5k marathon or something right dying. Just, yeah yeah but this time of year is so weird it's just i commiserate with others who have seasonal affective disorder because for me I don't mind the winter when it is like the holidays but after the holidays and you take the Christmas lights and the decorations down and then there's like nothingness Mm -hmm. it's just and then you get that like rainy weird stuff and the snow's kind of gray and like frozen dog poop in the yard and it's just you know what I mean it's just so icky and everything's squishy and just Icky Ready and for- squishy. <laughs> <laughs> My very profound words. <laughs> but, I kind of um, feel like that's a new t-shirt coming to the uh, cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store. Your official online store for the PFC podcast network. <laughs> You're a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> you got no fucking clue. <laughs> right. Well, in the what are we at 27 years that we've known each other is that possible 27 years put it in context like that man you are old you know (laughs) i know god i mean not as old as you well let's let's tell a mindset man like i feel like i'm like 28 looking like buck you're looking I could be doing cartwheels right now if I did wasn't tied to headsets, microphones, and gimmicks of the of this sort. It, that's the only thing holding me back. Not the well, well, not the need for a knee replacement and a hip. <laughs> <laughs> that's not impacting this at all. <laughs> I, no, my hips are pretty good. My knees are by and large in one in one piece, so I feel pretty good by and large. I you know. I know people that are my age and younger that, you know, for whatever reason, they're going through a battery of different challenges and setbacks and stuff like that. And, um, you know, for somebody that has spent over half my life getting thrown around a professional wrestling ring, like I figured at this point in my life, like I would be in a lot worse shape than I am because our bodies are not made to be picked up and thrown down repeatedly, regardless of what you're falling on. Um, but, I mean, aside from a little crack creek, what have you, every now and again, um, I'm pretty fortunate. And, um, you know, like I said, I know a lot of other people that they are looking at getting shit replaced just because of the wear and tear, regardless. Mm-hmm. Could be from their jobs. It could be from high school sports when they were younger. They just never healed properly. It could be a number of different things. It could be just Absolutely. walking down the road and, and your knee collapses. We just don't know. So, I uh, it's it's one of the blessings that I count every day or I acknowledge every day. And at this point, I make make a pretty concentrated effort to spend 
a portion of my day to even if it's just like a mental one to myself, like I acknowledge the things and the people in my life that bring me legitimate happiness and joy and uh, reminds me that even in my worst hour, it could always be worse. And, uh, you know, so I, I make a concentrated effort to acknowledge the good that that is and I think you're maintaining a healthy physical routine for wrestling, I think has definitely made a positive impact. I mean, you don't carry any extra weight. You're in good physical health. Um, you're physically fit. So I think that probably has had a positive impact on not having the wear and tear as much on um, hips, knees, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think if I had a weak weak spot on me, it it would be like my lower back just because, you know, every once in a while, you know, well, it happened on over, over the holidays, like my dad, my son, and I went, went out to Christmas shopping and I went to stand up out of a booth after having breakfast. And uh, like all my shit locked up on me, and it's like, really? This <laughs> all I did was stand up. <laughs> this is where you're gonna take me out in a Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> it was Brian's restaurant. I'll have you know. Oh, yeah, the finest. Now listen, we pulled no punches. Le- not even Leo's. <laughs> listen, I enjoy Leo's. Make no mistake about it. I really yeah. do. Um, I have too. never had a bad meal at Leo's. Um, Brian's Brian's has sentimental attachment for me for a number of different reasons. Back from when we you know when we were kids, mm-hmm. it was open twenty four hours. So I we, remember that we would either go there after spending the evening cruising downtown Lapeer, or we went into a party and got. Got way messed up, and it's always a good idea to go out in public and eat food when you're all annihilated because that just sounds like a good idea. Or uh, after being at Lapeer Lanes. Lapeer Lanes. You know they <laughs> tore that down, right? I do know that. I was like, oh, those walls could talk. They probably oh. scream. <laughs> they started doing something with that land here a couple of weeks ago. There was a lot really? of. It. Yeah, a lot of heavy equipment over there. I don't know if they're building something else there or if that was like a staging area. They had to clear something out. But it's crazy to me because I drive by it all the time. It's like. It's weird. So many memories at the Lapeer Lanes. Oh, that's where we met. Maybe that's why they tore it down. (laughs) (laughs) You are the fucking worst. You are the worst. Fuck this. This place is coming down. Haunted. Look what we've done. We set the podcast Haunted. world on fire. Memories of really bad decisions. Jeez. Yeah. Well, listen, you live and learn, right? Right. Speaking of, dive into this topic here that I sent you. Yes. You're, you're, uh, Pinterest post of positivity. Was it a Pinterest thing? It looks like, it looks it, like a Pinterest thing. It could be. It came across my radar from one of these um, motivational pages and sites and things of this nature that I follow on social media. This one came to me Facebook, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. I, uh, I I absolutely love this message, and now that we are embarking on the third season here, this is, for all intents and purposes, our season premiere, uh, because it was, you know, right, it was right around this week that we launched the podcast in 2020, the first, first week of March in 2020, and... Um, so I've kind of designated this time as our official season end and season begin, you know, kind of like the, the end of one, the start of another. So 
And, and I, I would just like to say, if, if I may interject. If I uh, may have another ball. <laughs> pardon me, sir. Um, uh, if I recall, I did not get my one year of service acknowledgement from you. It's been a year since I first debuted on your podcast. It was February of 2021, wasn't it? That just warms my little (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. I guess I didn't realize, I mean, I knew we were coming up on it. Yeah. Um, but I guess I didn't realize that this it was right around this time. That's crazy. It was February, yeah. And look, I don't cry in every podcast anymore. What? Growth is an important thing. I'm telling you, you've come a long way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a year. Yeah. Well, listen, I guess that's true what they say. Time flies when you're Let's get to the topic. Um, <laughs> like I didn't get that memo. <laughs> let me let me check my uh, inbox. <laughs> yeah, you should get like uh, some sort of a of a certificate or something in the mail. Just keep ch- checking the mailbox for your. I I will do that. I will do just that. One year of service <laughs> from the Chuckle Hut. Listen, it's in all seriousness. <laughs> In all seriousness, like you, you coming on, you, you talked about this previously. You coming on first as a guest, and it really resonated. It resonated with with the listeners. Um, you know, we've always had a unique dynamic in the way that we, we communicate with one another, and to be able to bring that to this realm in some sort of a public ent- entertainment entity, knowing how. By and large, you are not what I would call a public personality. Like, you're not one that puts yourself out there too much. Like, you're very reserved in a lot of regards along those, uh, along that case. But, you know, you, you came on here, it, it, it clicked, it connected, it resonated. And the next thing you know, we start toying with the idea of, well, let's make her a regular thing. And, like it totally changed the dynamic of the show. And with like this network has four four separate shows, but I mean it started with this one. And like I'm pretty particular about what happens on this airway on this show. So I I can honestly say that the quality and the overall mood and everything associated with the show improved dramatically with your with you being a regular part of this. So I'm Aww. very very appreciative of your contributions to the show. Oh, um, thank you so much. So I mean, I, we, and you and you said that you didn't even have to like. <laughs> no, I'm, you didn't have to choke on your words. Just say it. I love it. Oh, that, you know, that's how I feel about it. You know, it's, I mean, we, we come out here and we poke and prod and tease each other and stuff like that. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I think the listeners can really tell that there is a genuine friendship here. You know, it's Absolutely. not just, not just a, a professional re- relationship between two co-hosts of, of a show or anything like that but it's there is a real friendship here and then that really comes through um do we always agree with with one another no we don't and that's fine there's nothing I mean, wrong with that i can't always be right i mean sometimes i have oh. to yeah that's that's exactly where i was going with it but <laughs> i mean i i do sometimes make mistakes Listen, you're human. You know, it, it all happens with you all. I get it. I get it. Um, 
On to as, the topic. <laughs> as we embark on this new season, this third season here on the Claws of the Heart podcast, um, I don't want to, I mean, every week is going to be something different. And you know, all depending on what's happening in the headlines, what's happening in our worlds individually or more generally speaking, you know, that often dictates what we're going to talk about. And, but, I cannot lose focus on what the foundation of this show was and is, and that is what can we do? What can we bring to the proverbial table that will be a benefit to other people who are listening that may be going through something of a struggle, something that they're having a hard time with, something that they may need some sort of guidance. They need an outside perspective, an outside view to look at because they may be too close to the environment to think clearly. You know, if you get a scenario that resonates with you, but you're getting an outsider's view, you're like, oh, well, maybe I should tackle it this way just, just to see if I get a different result because what I've been doing right now isn't necessarily working for me you know and then we get into the whole quicksand thing where you know all the momentum is halted we're not doing anything to try to better ourselves our situations whatever the case may be then i came across this thing and i was like oh this uh this could get a little uh, a little deep in the woods if we allow it to and it's one of those things where, like, when I see something like this, I make a con- like immediately. I make a conscious choice of: is this topic worthy? Can I turn this into a long form thing? And is this something that can be recorded solo, if need be, or is this something that Nicole has to be incorporated? In? But this particular one, this is the latter because I felt like you are going to have a unique take on this. It says this, how to win at life. Step one, let people do what they need to do to make them happy. Mind your own business and do what you need to do to make you happy. The end. Now, this is one of those things where if more people applied um, common sense. Which is not common, by the way, as uh, we've learned over the last two years. (laughs) For sure. But if people applied more common sense, this would be an automatic. But it's not. Um, I feel like in a day and age where this is where technology can oftentimes be a detriment because it gives us these tools, these avenues to, by and large, society has to know everything about everybody and about everything and if they don't have enough information i have found that they will take what little nuggets of info that they can get their hands on and spin their own narrative so it makes for a good story because everybody wants to be (laughs) mr exclusive everybody wants to be that one that oh did you hear about so and so and did you do you know Everybody's got an opinion about everything. Everybody has an opinion about how you should live your life, Nicole. You, there are people in your life that, whether they tell you to your face or not, they're having conversations on what you should do, what you should be, what you should think. 100%. Those who uh, know the least know it the loudest. Put that on oh. a shirt. What? What? You better get out your little notepad, sir. I've got it right here. My goodness, that was profound. You like that? 
I do. Yes, I do. Stay tuned to CafePress.com. <laughs> Store the official online store of the PFC podcast network. Anyway, um, this could be this could be bottom line like this. It's a it's a phrase I've I'm hearing more and more often. Like I've heard it a while ago, quite a while, ago. but I'm hearing it incorporated in more and more day to day conversations. You do you. You know what I mean? Yep. Quit worrying about and quit putting so much time, effort, and stock into what everybody else is doing. You know, focus on you. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about the strides that they're making. Don't worry about any of that garbage because if you were supposed to be involved in it, you would be. You would be invited. You would be a contributor. You would be some sort of positive influence on whatever the scenario is. If you find yourself that you are on the outside looking in on a particular person, event, a circumstance, a scenario, whatever you want to chalk it up as, there's probably a pretty damn good reason why you're on the outside looking in and not part of the equation. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I feel like there's a buck coming. There always is when it comes to you. Ah. (laughs) Um, Just rereading over this, there's some parts that I think are kind of murky and kind of overlap as far as, you know, do what they need to do to make them happy. You also cannot leave a wake of hurt and heartache to be make yourself happy. You have to you have to have some accountability on your quest to happiness, your pursuit of happiness, if you will. Okay, so that 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 raises a good question. And that is and this is this is where perspective comes into play. And I can understand where you're coming from in this murky area or these shades of gray, as it were. Um, and I can understand that having with you having you know broken that down like that, and you know in our pursuit of happiness, that's one thing. But what are we doing? What are we leaving behind in the name of trying to find our happiness? Because when we're trying to find our happiness, we tend to we become very territorial. We became, a lot of us become very entitled. Like you are owed this degree of happiness. This has to happen because you want to be happy. But if it comes, if your happiness comes at the expense in a not so awesome way um, of somebody else's feelings or well being, then obviously that's a problem and you have misconstrued this whole thing. Um, I know a lot of people like this. I know a lot of people that will embark on these journeys that they are truly trying to find their own happiness, but they're, in my opinion, they're not going about it the right way. They're not going about it for the right reason. They don't have the right motivation because they're doing it knowingly at the expense of other people and like you kind of laid out there's hurt feelings there's broken hearts there's you know a level of anger betrayal whatever the case may be here now on the flip side of that coin and to play devil's advocate if you have a person who has absolutely reached their limit and they are trying to break out of a shell or a cocoon for the lack of better term to try to find this this degree of happiness they're leaving behind an individual a business an entity of some sort that did not serve them in some way shape or form 
then that party that's being left behind is going to paint a narrative that is strictly one-sided. And they will not acknowledge any wrongdoing on their part that led this individual to feel like out of desperation in some cases, out of the pursuit of their happiness, they had to cut out a toxic person, a toxic situation, a toxic environment. Absolutely. This is, this is where perspective comes into play. Yeah. And this is where, you know, like every conflict has multiple angles, all depending on how many people are involved. Every person in a conflict has their own reasonings, their own thoughts, their own feelings about things. And if you are not friends with one side over the other, you are not going to see the opposite side of the equation. You're just going to know what you know and who you know. You know, you don't necessarily take the time to figure out what happened on the other side of this equation. What was the motivation for their side of the conflict? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's easy to sit there and like there's a proverbial line drawn in the sand. You got to choose one over the other. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but I, I understand why it is. I, you know, there's a sense of loyalty that comes into play, and I get it. But if you really want to, you know, if you really want to get to the root of the problem, if you really care, and you really, you know, want to want to know everything, then know everything. Don't just pick and choose what nuggets of information that you're you're selecting to think about, to store, to form your opinion and to voice your narrative. I don't know. Um, what's the right answer here? Yeah, I, I, again, I guess there really is no right answer other than this. Um, we don't have to know every single detail about every single person that comes into our lives. Like what you do, Nicole, on your personal time within, you know, behind closed doors at your house, wh- whatever. None of that means that that. That is none of my business. You know what I mean? Unless you say to me, hey, um, I have something I'd like to talk to you about. This is what I'm thinking. What's your opinion? If you're asking for my opinion, I'll give you my opinion. But I'm not going to sit there and during the course of just a regular conversation, you're telling me what you made for for dinner. And I'm going to tell you that you were wrong for making it that way. And then I'm going to turn around when I hang up with you and I'm going to call Todd and a bunch of other people that we both may know and be like, can you believe what this asshole made for dinner? Listen to this shit. This is what she's saving. This is what she's shoving down the throats of her poor children and her poor man. Listen to this and just go on. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that deep. Right. And I realize it's kind of a funny scenario, but you know, it, it kind of paints a picture because this is what happens regardless of what the topic is. Mm-hmm. The deeper the topic, the more involved the conversation is. There, I think in the pursuit of happiness, there is some accountability required. Sure. But there's also, and it cuts both ways, but there's also some selfishness that is required. Explain. It is. Making decisions that are going to impact your future, that are going to impact your happiness, that have the potential to make others in turn unhappy does require some selfishness because it's about self-preservation. It's about looking for yourself, looking for future you, for future career, for your kids, for your family, for all these different aspects of your life. So, yes, you are accountable for the decisions that you make in this pursuit of happiness. And it does, you know, some people get too selfish. There is a little bit of selfishness that is required and forgivable in in a sense that, you know, 
it's it's hard. <laughs> it it's is hard. I I I've personally been in that situation in relationships in in workplace. Um, you 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 have to look out for you. I think that's where a lot of the struggle comes, especially when you have, when you're dealing with people that have spent the majority of their lives molding and shaping their own existence for other people's best interests or for their well-being or for taking care of them. They will put everything of theirs to the, to the wayside. They um, sacrifice. That, that there it is. You sacrifice a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. All that shit adds up. And then the you've point, piece, you've piecemealed out all these parts of yourself, and you're not even whole anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and like a lot of people are fine with that. A lot of people realize that and they're perfectly okay with it because they feel like that that's their lot in life. And if that brings them legit happiness on the inside, then bless your heart. You know what I mean? That's how some people operate. That's how some people live. And I'm not here to tell you that that's right or wrong. If that, because at the end of the day, and you've heard me say this a thousand times here, the only person you are you will never bullshit is yourself. You will you will know if you are happy or not, if you are a happy individual or you're not. And if you're not, why? What isn't happening for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why I mean is you're go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just, you know. We need to identify what is it in our lives that is not firing on all cylinders. And for the lack of a better term, we got to take ourselves in for a tune-up. And we need to get back to tip-top shape because if we're not in tip-top shape, we are not worth a damn thing to anybody that we care about or that care about us. You're getting bare minimum. And in a day and age where I have come to the realization that tomorrow is not guaranteed. Like, Nicole, you've heard me say that how many times on this show since you've been here for the last year? Tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's not cliche. It's not a, it's not a clever tagline. It's not a subtitle. That is real life. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. And it took something monumental for that to hammer that home into my head to the point to where I have totally shifted my focus on life. And I am one that realized there is shit here that is not firing on all cylinders. And nobody is going to fix this other than me. Fix, I use the word fix this because, <laughs> and I realized it probably is not the right way to to describe it, but I don't know how else to describe it because on the inside, myself, and I know there's a lot of other people that, like, there's something in them that's broke. Something is damaged. Something mm -hmm. is shattered. And you got to piece that back together in some way. Is it going to happen overnight? Nope. All depending on the severity of the break, of the explosion, of the whatever. I, along with a lot of other people, am one that, you know, I, I sacrificed and I sacrificed and I sacrificed. I sacrificed in ways that most people have no idea about. Because it's just not something I throw out there. It's not something that I make known. It's not something that I want to be known. But I know I have. Whether they agree with it or not. Like every sacrifice, like you said earlier, it takes a little piece from you. To the point to where you're, you're no longer whole, right? And then in its place becomes resentment 
in all these other aspects that kind of trickle in. There's resentment for sure. There's, uh, you know, there are so many layers of ill feelings can kind of start to weasel their way into your, your psyche. And to the point to where you start questioning your self worth, you start questioning, are am I am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Is this the life I really want to have? You know, it comes down to this: Are you happy? Are you a happy person? And if you think you're happy, are you? Is your happiness fueled by the failures and setbacks and the hurt and disgruntledness of others that you've left in your wake. Um, if that's the case, you're not truly happy. It's not, that's not what the act of being happy is supposed to be. You know, it's supposed to be, you look at the world and it's a little bit brighter. You. You know, you enjoy the people and the and the experiences a little bit more than you did previously. It is quit worrying about quit spending so much of your time out of your day. I'm like, how many people do you know that will Facebook stalk somebody else just for because they got to have all of that information? There's some sort of controversy. There's some sort of drama. There's some sort of something happening to the point to where am I speaking to your soul or something? I, I am, I am feeling attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling attacked. Look, I, I, imagine... I am not a Facebook stalker. I am well informed about certain subject matter. <laughs> that is all. That is the most amazing euphemism I have ever heard. Um, Listen, there are people, I know them, you know them, they spend a tremendous amount of time during the course of their every day Facebook stalking other people just to get the scoop, to get the dirt. My God, you got to have the dirt. Did you hear about the dirt? Did you hear about this guy, this girl? Oh, my God. The humanity. It's like, bro. <laughs> It is not that deep. You know? The moment, it's funny you say that, because the moment that I get weird, like, vibes or issues off of someone, I start blocking people, and I don't just block them, I block every one of their flying monkeys, everyone <laughs> in their circle. I'm like, oh, you? Yep, that's your BFF from work. Block? That's your cousin that you pal around with. Block? <laughs> Everybody, I'm Oprah. You get blocked. You get blocked. You get blocked. <laughs> Everybody's getting blocked. <laughs> the Great American Block Party, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Now, what happens when you have somebody that you thought was a friend of yours, that somebody that you thought you could trust, that the last per not maybe maybe not the last person you would think would would ever put the proverbial knife in the back, but um. You know, you have a, a friend of yours that take that will take a nugget of a conversation that you guys have had, or better yet, because this is what we do now in this day and age, they'll they'll see something that you may have posted on social media, screenshot it, and then send it to another entity with the sole purpose of stirring the hornet's nest, as it were. Sure, sure. Um, that's that. That's a completely different kind of ill feelings. Like there's a there's a sense of betrayal there, right? Sense of betrayal, and I will cut people off for less. The moment that I get that someone is not, and and I'm not saying like a cheerleader or rah rah. The moment that I get shady feelings off of someone. I'm done. I cut them off. I don't, you know what? I have given up far too much in my life to have peace than to let someone 
who has nothing else better to do but to be a bitch and screenshot or send stuff or sit and talk about me with someone else. No, we're good. We're good. You, you, your part, your, your part in my story is done and I'm closing the book for you. We're done, boo-boo. Like, that's it. That's, I don't, I don't. I, I have aspects of my life that are high conflict, that are high drama, that I have no control over, that are just going to be there. And the things that I can control, like that kind of stuff, zero tolerance, zero. Now, other people, I, and I, maybe it's because I let that stuff go on for so many years earlier in my life. I'm, I'm too old now. I'm too old. No. Nope. The minute that I see someone doing or treating me poorly, and this was kind of how you were talking earlier, and I kind of wanted to interject, but you were you were full steam ahead, and that didn't feel fair. So I was like, I'll just wait and be the caboose. Um, <laughs> so, um, is a fence sitter. I'm giving you grace and I appreciate that, but you go, you go, you go because I don't want to have to worry about everything I say, everything I do being critiqued under a microscope. And if you are okay with this person who has treated me poorly in and you're okay watching me be treated poorly, um, then then you choose that side. You 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 go that way. And and that's that is really really hard. That's really hard. No, I and, uh, I in a little in a little extreme, but that's also probably a little bit of my personality. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I feel like that's something that you've you can tell that that's something that you've encountered before and it's oh, yeah. it's still very much on your mind. How can it not be? 100%. You know, when when you are dealing with a sense of betrayal because you were at the expense of whether or not the other the other individual is deemed part of a cool clique or whatever, if it's something where your friendship, your loyalty, your best wishes were sacrificed by somebody else or another entity or group that by and large you do not coincide with, you're a hell of a lot better off cutting that person out of your life. You don't need Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I, have, I had that happen with a friendship. I had someone who was verbally abusive to me at an event. This person saw this go down. Our friendship ended. And everyone else in the circle that was in that vicinity sided with me and was like, what the hell is that about? And I'm like, I still, to this day, 15 years later, have no idea. Um, but I had a friend who was a, who was a fence sitter. And she's like, well, she didn't do anything to me. If you're okay with how she treated me, then this friendship that we're doing here isn't at the same level that I think it is. So she got her in the friendship divorce. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> she got pushed over to the one side there instead of sitting, you know, teetering on one side over the other. And you got to watch them people because, you know, when, when I think of, of scenarios like that, like there's a number of different cartoon characters that come to mind. Um, one one of them is that bastard bird from from Aladdin. Um, you know that one that just kind of hangs out. You know, the bad the bad bird. Is it uh, Lago Yago? Can't remember what his name is. Little parrot, isn't he? Yeah, some little nasty bastard. But it, it, he uh. <laughs> You know, he kind of hung out in, in the shadows and watched and when nobody thought he was watching and he would take all that information back afar and the next thing you know, the ambush happens or whatever. Mm -hmm. Very much, it's, you know, 
a similar scenario just in a real life thing because obviously in real life there are no flying carpets and genies coming out of bottles and shit like that believe me i've rubbed enough lamps in my day trying to find one and they just ain't happening but uh <laughs> i'm sure you have <laughs> listen nobody likes a smart ass what are you doing right now um <laughs> good for christina aguilera <laughs> Sidebar, I thought that she was one of the most overrated chicks there ever was. You know what I mean? Just my opinion. She, I anyway. think she has an incredible voice, but. Sure, so did Mariah Carey before everything went went, went downhill, but I digress. Um, <laughs> bottom line is this, is, um, listen, for me, ultimately, I just want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to enjoy life. And I realize in the grand scheme of things, it's impossible to enjoy life every single second of every single day. Because there are going to be challenges. There are going to be less than favorable situations. I understand that. That's reality. But at the end of the day, we can dictate what we spend our focus on, what we can spend our concentration on, what we can spend our time on. Me personally, I tend to focus my time, my efforts, my energy on people that I genuinely care about, the ones that I respect, which is a big thing with me, um, ones that I want to see flourish, I want to see happy, and the ones that are relegated to pools of despair and drama and woe is me and the end of the world is coming and all that negative bullshit with controversy, drama, chaos, backstabbing, betrayal, all that shit. I have no time for it. I have no time for it. But you're gonna and, encounter you're gonna encounter it on your way to happiness though. Absolutely I will. But I can also dictate how much time I allot to focus on. You know Absolutely. I, mean? I am not going to let that derail me. I am not going to let that dictate my mood if at all possible. Now, with that being said, there are things out of my control that have and will have the potential to really fuck with me and my road to my promised land, for the lack of a better term. Whatever realm that we're talking about here, because I've got goals across my board here personally professionally and otherwise um but and yes i will encounter challenges i will encounter assholes along the way i will encounter things that are going to try to take me off that path because we all know those people that it kills them to see other people succeed because it's a reminder of what they're not doing in their life but they're seeing percent when they see some, somebody else flourishing, especially when it's in a realm that they have an interest in or they just don't want to see you succeed for whatever reason, they will do and say anything that they can to plant that seed of doubt in your brain in which halts all of your momentum. Well, fuck that. You, are, you don't deserve to occupy space in this brain of mine I, it's too busy doing and coming up with awesome shit to worry about what the fuck your problem is. You need to worry about what your problem is. You need to figure out what where your where your happiness lies and just hope that it's something that is legitimate. And again, you will know whether or not it's legit. Your mind and your heart will tell you that. Because if it's not, you can paint all the smiles on your face that you want. You can put on all, all the bullshit posts on social media that you desire. But there's going to be that feeling in the pit of your stomach or in the back of your head or in your ears or somewhere that's going to remind you that what you're saying, what you're doing is not legit. It's not on the, on the up and up. Eventually. Sooner or later, it will rear its ugly head to where it has to be addressed. There is no more 
shoving it down. There is no more hiding. Because I mean, if you do that, that's great, but you're not, you're just prolonging this period of misery. Yeah. You're just going to wake up one day and just snap over the dumbest thing because it's going to be, that's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. But it's, it's an accumulative effect of all these little things that have been gnawing at you, gnawing at you, gnawing at you to the point to where, you know, your wife buys the wrong kind of soup and all of a sudden your whole goddamn day's ruined because you don't have, you know, she bought you Campbell's instead of Progressive or what, whatever the kind of soup, that, you know, the, the premium shit that you don't need water to make. It's Progressive. Progressive Progress. insurance. Insurance. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said that, I was like, fucking flow just came to mind. So I knew that wasn't I'm like, it. I'm like, I'm just going to let it go. But you stopped. And I was like, I feel like I, you know, this is an opportunity to be You right, are obligated so to correct to, like... me. Yes. <laughs> And I would hate to send somebody to, to the Meyer or to the Walmart. I'm looking for progressive soup because I heard about it on the podcast. And the, the, Sir, uh, do I look like Flo? I mean, what are we doing right now? <laughs> anyway. Anything else you want to add to this? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, reading this, this it just, like you said, doing a deep dive on it, it I, I feel... I see both angles. I see both angles of the person who has been in the position of someone on their way to happiness and me not having the emotional maturity to get there at the same time, at the same place. And I've also been the person who was on my journey to better my life, to do these things. And left people behind so i've i've been in both positions and and like i said earlier there's there's a level of responsibility there's a level of selfishness that's required and sometimes a lot of times justified because you're not you are responsible for your happiness you cannot put your happiness on someone else's hands you are with you all the time, 24-7, laying in bed when you can't sleep and you're staring at the ceiling, it is your voice in your head. You know why you're not unhappy or you know why you are unhappy or you know why you are happy. Everything else is noise. I feel like this is the catalyst for a part two of this. I feel like this is, uh, I feel like there's a couple of different avenues that we can tackle with this. Okay. Bring it on. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, well, listen, I mean, this is something that we can definitely, um, we can tackle here next week. We can do a continuation of this. Um, because with the topic like this, there is a lot of meat on the bone, you know, that I think of when I see it. And then I get your two cents in on it and you bring up, you know, a point or something like that, that that triggers a different thought. Like, ooh, well, maybe we should tackle it from this avenue, too, you know, because everybody's situations are different. Everybody's rhyme and reason is different. Like what I think is right what you think is right may not always coincide. I want to know why. I want to know why you think the way you think is right, and here's why I think what I think is right. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I feel like there needs to be, and that's a, a lot of the issues in our lives and in the world around us, Nicole, is this lack of communication or this lack of ability to communicate and actually feel like we're being hurt. We can sit here and talk all day long, but if we're talking over top of one another in an effort to get a word in edgewise, nobody's point is being made. So, <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, we we will come back and circle back to this next week and do part two of this because okay. I feel like th- this is something. 
that we can expand even further on. Um, so we will put a bow on this part of the conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, sign off here? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, listen, coming up on March the 18th, here's here's our quick pro programming note. March the 18th, Paulson Q Show will return to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television. You can see it live as it happens. Uh, beginning at 6 p.m. on the night of March 18th. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Orient ONTV and um, you will see the live stream from there. A couple of days later, it will be available on demand through their YouTube channel. Again, that's Orient ONTV. You can check out all of the latest uh, information in and around this podcast network. Just go to close to the heart.net. The official website with all of our information and of course i've mentioned it a couple times the online store cafepress.com forward slash ctth store and i got a feeling within a couple of days here we're going to have even more uh merchandise that will be available just uh, every show has its own store every you know so check it out shirts hats bugs uh, all kinds of houseware gift ideas shower curtains uh, flip-flops, thongs, underwear, boxers. There's all kinds of gimmicks on there. There's something <laughs> for everybody. Even teddy bears, as it were. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot to give. You know what I mean? Uh, and, of course, uh, we will be back here next Tuesday, beginning at midnight. Uh, for Vicki Felsoni, I'm Jason Klaus. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you next Tuesday. Right here on the Klaus to the Heart podcast, a flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.